0: It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. You've probably figured this out by yourself by now, but if you own a vulva, did you know that there is a three in five chance that having penetrative sex doesn't result in an orgasm? Enter Zumio. <laughs> Zumio is a one-of-a-kind toy with the sole purpose of providing a unique, stimulating experience. And guess what? It doesn't even vibrate. It rotates with a concentrated pinpoint energy that allows you to control how and where you use it. There are four different models specifically designed for your personal intensity preferences. And Zoomio is great for vulva mapping and exploring the rest of your body, whether that is solo or with a partner. Check out www.myzumio.com Rachel, that's R-A-C-H-E-L, for a special discount for The Right Conversations listeners and take control of your orgasms today. Hello friends. Welcome. Welcome back to The Right Conversations. This is episode 22 and it's called A Conversation About the Relationship Escalator and Creating Your Own Milestones. I am very excited to talk about this topic. It comes up a lot um, when I'm doing AMAs on Instagram. It comes up a lot when I'm working with non quote-unquote non-traditional uh couples in in therapy or mentorship or coaching or whatever capacity we're working with each other in and this is now coming up even more and more with quote-unquote traditional monogamous couples and i find that really interesting and frankly i'm really happy about it um the, the relationship escalator is something that sometimes we don't even know that we are following. Um, the relationship escalator is so ingrained in us that some of us don't even know it exists. So what am I talking about? Well, usually what happens is picture an escalator you get on, you start flirting. Then you start talking more. You start dating. Maybe you start kissing and cuddling. Then you may have sex with the person. Then you become a couple. Then you move in together. Then you get married and buy a house and have kids. And then most of these escalators end. I shit you not, if you Google relationship escalator and look at the images that exist out there, the the traditional relationship escalator ends with having children. So you just fall off and uh, you end there. So this relationship escalator is something that so many of us, no matter what our relationship structure is. Follow whether that is on purpose, on accident, consciously, unconsciously, it is there and it is a huge part of our culture. And so I want to come at this conversation from a couple different angles. If you are monogamous and you want to be on the relationship escalator, how can you do that mindfully while also still creating your own milestones? And then let's say this group of people that could be monogamous or not monogamous, but you don't want to be on the escalator. You don't want to follow this societal path that has been laid out. Maybe that is because you don't want to get married. Maybe that's because you don't want to cohabitate with someone. Maybe you don't want kids, but all the other pieces seem good or fun. Um, you also want to create your own milestones and not just follow this because it is how it's been. And then the third group of people that I want to kind of talk to and about in this conversation are folks who are non-monogamous and who are in relationships with folks, not at all on the escalator. So for example, I am kind of on this escalator with my three primary partners. Um, you know, we're we're having some deviations and and things like that, but for the most part our relationship is quote-unquote escalating to the point of living together, legal entanglements, financial entanglements. We want to have kids in 2023 hopefully. Um Wow, just said that on the podcast. All right. There it is, universe. Maybe kids in 2023. Uh and If someone like me is then dating outside of my three primary partners, that relationship or those relationships are not going to be on an escalator. I am not going to want to live with someone else. I'm not going to want to have kids with someone else. I am not going to want to financially entangle with someone else. And that's not because I couldn't meet someone amazing. That's not because they don't deserve that or, you know, anything icky like that. It's, it's because I have that. And a lot of folks who are non-monogamous have this primary relationship. Now, this is in hierarchical non-monogamy. There are some folks who practice super non-hierarchical or relationship anarchy where this just doesn't apply anywhere. And to those who practice that, kudos. I love you. We're just not talking about that fully today Um, because I know that most of the people listening to this podcast fall within one of these three. So if you don't, I see you. I hear you. You are valid. I support you. I cheer you on. Um, And we're not going to be super diving into that today. So this third group, is non-monogamous folks in secondary, third, or you know, external relationships or non-primary relationships? So the question then becomes: if we're not following this societally given prescription of the way that a relationship is quote unquote supposed to go, how do we know that we are growing closer together? How do we know that we are committed? How do we know that the other person is committed? How do we navigate being on the escalator with one person, but maybe not with another? Or perhaps you're monogamous and and just don't want the escalator. Like what what do we do? We are all so deeply programmed. I mean, y'all think of every Disney movie. It follows this escalator. Right, maybe it stops at getting married, a lot of the Disney movies do. Um, it may stop at getting engaged. You know, even Frozen, which I think is a really wonderful movie franchise. Two is better than one, but you got to see one to enjoy two, FYI. Um, even frozen which is like the story the the love story is truly about the two sisters There's still the secondary love story right of of anna and um well hans in the first one but really christoph in both one and two and even that ends with their relationship escalating i mean Kristoff's entire uh, storyline in Frozen 2 is how is he going to propose to Anna? And we watch him kind of grapple with this and like what that means and trying to read her signs and all these things. And so we see this shit from the beginning. And then even when we become parents, we then watch it again with our kids. It's just wild. So I want to talk today about how we can figure out what commitment Means to us, and what milestones can exist in relationships without using this societal, you know, here is the typical trajectory of a relationship to make it quote unquote count or to make it quote unquote valid or important. Because every relationship that you have is important, and that includes your platonic ones, right? You're not going to go on this escalator with your best friend or a close friend but you want to continue the relationship and to that I give you the analogy of instead of an escalator think of a people mover <laughs> you know at the airport when you're walking and you're like oh it's so far to my gate and then all of a sudden you get to this like long stretch and they have the the like flat escalator it says I think it's called the people mover I, that's what I was told when I was a kid I did not google it I don't know. Oh, someone let me know if that's correct or not. Uh, You know, you can step onto something that can help you move forward. You can step onto something that can propel a relationship forward, but you don't need to take it up. So let's talk about what that could look like. I did a bit of an internet deep dive and wanted to read about different people's experiences not being on this escalator. And one of the things that I came across was on Reddit. Um, If you don't know what Reddit is, it's like, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it. it. it's like the internet wrapped up into one website. There are things called subreddits that are like different topics. It could be as a uh, niche as, you know, an actor from a, from a movie. It could be a TV show. There are subreddits called non monogamy and ask Reddit and uh, mildly interesting and explain it like I'm five and awe, which is like pictures of puppies. There's just something for everybody, um, but it's all user generated and the users are typically anonymous. There's You don't really know. It could be like any username. They have to be kind of verified as a person, but you don't know who it is. So anyway, on Reddit, I found two different posts that I want to talk about today. Um, One was from a user named Polly underscore Jane, and then the next was a, a build on that original post from a user called Pushing Squares. And This person came up with something called the non escalator relationship menu. And for those of you who know me or have worked with me, you know that I love a menu. I love feelings menus. Like, for example, if you want to feel joy, come up with a list of options of things that typically create joy for you. And then when you're wanting that, look at your menu. It's so much easier than having to come up with a bunch of ideas when you're wanting to change your state so i loved this because instead of having to sit and be like okay from scratch what does this non-escalator relationship look like this menu that was created by these two reddit users in combination um really serves a a beautiful purpose they block it into eight different uh, categories or chunks, and those are commitment, emotional intimacy, social integration, physical intimacy, communication, quality time, financial management, and autonomy. Love. So then, there's this. There are little check boxes next to each line item under these categories and they do a little key and one of the things is filling in the whole box and that's for I must have this like this is a deal breaker for me then there's this like kind of circling the outside of it or, or squaring the outside of the box and that's I'd really like to have this then there's putting a question mark in the box and that's a maybe not sure if I want this or not and then there is the no sign, like circle with a line through it, that is absolutely not off limits. This is a boundary. This is a limit for me. Done. So if we went through this together, what I would recommend doing is sitting down, whether you are, and I want to name that a lot of this non-escalator relationship material is made through the lens of non-monogamy. That does not mean that you can't use it as a monogamous person. You may just use this with your one partner and that is totally okay because like we acknowledged at the beginning, there are tons of different people who either want to be on the escalator and want to still create their own milestones or are monogamous and don't want to be on the escalator at all. Or maybe you're not monogamous and want to be on the escalator. But this will help make the journey and agreements of your relationships conscious and talked about and not expected so that you're not sitting back and thinking, well, don't they know that this is what I want next? We've been together for X amount of years. They should know that this is what I want. No, they don't. Unless we are all unconsciously just assuming that we want this quote unquote traditional relationship escalator. So I'm going to go under, I'm, I'm going to go under, I'm going to go over some of the things under each uh, category, just to give you some examples. And I will link this worksheet in the show notes, but I want you to just think about what comes up as you hear these things. And again, take what is for you and leave the rest. So if I mentioned something like, For example, under social integration, the very first thing is meeting metamors, which is meeting your partner's other partners. If you are monogamous, this does not apply to you. Just leave it. That doesn't mean that everything under social integration is going to be not for you. There's also meeting children. If you don't have children, that's not applicable. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other things under this category. Cool. Cool. LaWanda Massager is a woman-founded luxury vibrator brand that brings unparalleled quality to a notoriously sketchy industry. LaWanda originated as one hell of a classic wand, all the power you could want with an award-winning design to match, and has now become a full line of best-in-class, heart-pounding, hair-raising toys designed with pleasure in mind for all bodies. Take 25% off your order at lawandmassager.com using code Rachel Wright. Okay, so let's start with commitment. So remember, as you hear these, I want you to think if it's a must-have, a like-to-have, a maybe, or an absolutely not off-limits. Let's dive in. Under commitment, there is marriage, pregnancy, or children together co-parenting children from other partnerships sharing a pet or pets having a key to each other's homes cohabitation homeownership prioritization over other partners relationship labels planning for the future an expectation of long-term involvement a commitment to working through challenges a commitment to relationship maintenance having a power of attorney or a will that involves this person, and finally, supporting through health challenges. And then there are some spaces for blanks. So if you can think of anything else that for you falls under the category of what commitment means, you can put them here. I, I recently wrote an article for Well and Good about why this word commitment isn't just about Romantic relationships. Why it's really about all of our relationships, and we'll drop that in the show notes here too. Because I, if you see the word commitment and you're like, I want you to reassess your relationship with it. Okay, the next category is emotional intimacy. So under this includes expressing happiness and joy, offering support in hard times, sharing vulnerable feelings, saying I love you. If that is true, sharing stories about your past, sharing hopes for your future, knowing the other person's personal likes and dislikes. For example, your favorite foods, favorite movies, dislike of genres, whatever that may be using pet names. Maybe that is non-sexual like babe, beautiful, honey. Uh, maybe it is sexual like daddy or, um, for some people, princess, you know, whatever that looks like. Uh, Sharing about mental health challenges and supporting mental health work. I love that that is included. So for me, for example, it is vital to me that any relationship I have, whether that is platonic or romantic, that I can share about my own mental health challenges, right? Every two months-ish, I get a ketamine treatment. I don't want to lie to someone who I am dating over an extended period of time about what I'm doing. I want to share with them, hey, my depression symptoms came back. I'm going in for ketamine tomorrow. So for me, that is a must-have. For other people, it may be, "I, I don't really care, right? We all have different needs. And that's why going on just one relationship escalator is kind of nutso. All right social integration is the third category under that includes meeting metamores which like i mentioned is our partners partners meeting children meeting parents siblings or extended family meeting friends spending time as a couple with family and friends having a positive relationship with a metamor or metamors, serving as a plus one for social events Presenting as a couple in public settings, following each other on social media, presenting as a couple on social media, presenting as a couple in professional settings, and joint vacations with family and or metamores. So again, if you're monogamous, some of these are not going to apply and others will, right? Presenting as a couple in public settings, that's something that every relationship goes through. Are we ready to make out at a bar where someone could walk by and see us? Are we ready to comment on each other's Instagram posts and leave a trail online of, hey, I like this person? All right, let's move down to quality time. Under quality time are regularly scheduled times together, date nights, having sleepovers, sharing hobbies or activities. Perhaps vacationing together as a couple, and then calendar management and scheduling initiation. So, is it important to you that this other person reaches out to you to schedule? And this could be at any stage of your relationship, right? There are people who are in the first two weeks of dating and they're like, please initiate scheduling with me. And then there are people who have been married for 25 years who want this and don't have it. Their partner isn't initiating. So again, this conversation is for everyone at any stage of your relationship. You can stop where you are on the escalator and say, man, I want to be in charge of these milestones. I want to decide how this relationship is going to escalate with the other person involved in the relationship. All right, we have four more categories and then we'll wrap up. Communication, daily or frequent check ins. Do you want to talk to this person daily? Even if that is, hey, good morning, have a great day, hey, good night, okay, bye. Texting, how often do you want to text? Phone or video calls, discussing work and hobbies, discussing family, partners, relationships, discussing politics and current events, the ability to express disagreements or hurt feelings, the ability to address and resolve conflict. And radical honesty. Mm. Then we reach the physical intimacy box. And this is super interesting. I love this because all of these change all the time. Physical intimacy is one in particular that really changes and often is not discussed enough. Um, If you've listened to past episodes of this podcast, you've heard me talk about the Intimacy After Dark deck that I helped create with Best Self Co. I cannot recommend it enough if you are struggling or feel concerned about talking about physical intimacy. So here is what's under this or in this box under this category. Physical affection, PDA, sex drives, sexual chemistry, orgasms, kissing, oral sex, manual sex, penetration or PIV or anal sex, using sex toys, whether or not you're using condoms or barriers, regular STI testing, any kink stuff, and any group play or threesomes or other things that you want to do with this person. Then we have financial management. And for some people, this may be a huge category, right? As you are together longer, you may want to financially entangle. And for others, you might be like, I can just cross this entire thing out, this does not apply. So under this is having a shared bank account, Making mutual contributions to a vacation or activity fund, supporting each other financially? What do you do about gifts, large gifts? And then do you want complete financial integration? And then finally, the last box on here is autonomy. And under that is balance of time together and apart, support to pursue independent interests, maintaining independent friendships, maintaining independent romantic relationships. That one is. Clearly aimed at non monogamous people. Equal distribution of relationship power and alone time. So, as you can see, there are a million different ways to be in relationship. There is not one way. And I want to encourage you so deeply to try to figure out the way that works for you. What works for you? figure that out, figure that out and do it and talk to your partner, your partners, the f- person in your life, your friend, whoever you're thinking about, talk to them. And if you, if you, if you have any questions about this, tag me on Instagram, send me a DM, please, please leave a rating, a review. If you enjoy the show, I so appreciate you being here and I will see you in our next conversation. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together.